0: Time to abandon ships. Oh okay. no! Here we go! Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? So, 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 so. It's a
1: tradition. Here, here. <laughs> ja, ja, homie, my uh, main uh, man, uh, quick. Uh, Before the separatists attack, get into the escape uh, pod. Hey!
2: This is
0: escape, then we're the match! Jesus <laughs>
2: Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and our twelfth, or our our final, our final Andor after show, which is for Episode Twelve, Rick's Road, and uh, that's a callback to an earlier event that we can get into with our co-host Blake and our uh, our first time on the podcast, our friend and guest Nick. He's a a long-time listener and supporter of Star Wars Escape Pod, so we're super happy to have him. And uh, we're going to dive into this finale. Uh, Stay tuned to the end to hear uh, a voice from uh, opinion from Kirk and uh, information about uh, a giveaway that we're going to be running and all that stuff. So let's get into it. Happy landing. Welcome back to the podcast Blake. thank you always good to be
0: here very exciting
2: very exciting
0: man, man playing the uh, the music here at the beginning of, the, of our show here it got me remembering that we had talked about the pod the sound of the the intro sounded like it was actually changing throughout the episode so i'd be
2: really curious to play them the first one to the last one to see how it changed yeah yeah i, I would be very curious to do that actually uh, you know what while i am um while I'm bringing that up, actually, uh, do you want to introduce our, our, our guest first time Sure. So a friend of ours
0: at long last in hours of pestering has finally agreed to join us on the podcast here. This is our old friend, Nick. Go hey. ways back. Hey, guys. <laughs> glad to be
2: on. It's an honor. <laughs> Good to have you here, man. Good to have you here. Yeah, nice. after after binging all of the and or after shows that we had, yeah. uh, you know, I just, yeah. Great, yeah, great I to had finally to get have you on. Him. Yeah, you had to, to get <laughs> on. After, after multiple years of us running this podcast, it's just like, yeah, finally. Yeah. Finally, he's here, everybody. I'm here. At last. Here. Never made any of the roundtables. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, Nick. Welcome, <laughs> yeah. Nick. Oh,
3: thank
2: you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, you mentioned that, yes, the, uh, the the opening theme, right? Okay, so let me just mm-hmm. play a little bit of the opening theme. Um, so this is this is the opening theme, right? All right episode one episode one. yeah, this is this is also the one that you would find on the Spotify soundtrack, okay Okay. Okay, I'll fade that out and here is the new one from episode 12. <laughs> Very different. They're very different. I think it's just like how much I played there, but um, but yeah, oh, you okay. can find you can find all these in a playlist on YouTube. Um, you know, someone else has clearly noticed that they're all different, so yeah, it, right. Kind of that's
0: interesting. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I wonder if you put them all together, if it makes one song.
2: <laughs> you stack you stack them all up on top of each other. That's what makes the twelfth one. It's just like all the instruments uh feel
0: <laughs> like, like a children's like middle school band playing live performance
2: yeah 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 uh <laughs> before before we get into things uh quick news from from the podcast um if people haven't uh checked out our youtube channel yet you know go and check it out uh you can find it on youtube using the the new social handle thing in the search bar it's at sw podcast just like everything else and uh, you can hit that subscribe button and uh, currently 2019 and 2020 episodes are all uploaded. We still have 2021 and 2022 on the way, but we're we're getting there. That's that's pretty impressive, I will say, um, because I haven't had a hand doing it. I'll say this is going at a very fast
0: rate, and I'm impressed.
2: <laughs> it's it's been a lot of uh, <laughs> overnight renders and uh, background uploads and stuff while I'm at the computer and. You know, doesn't take doesn't take a, too much of my my time at all, but it's more just like my computer's on all the time, working for me, right? You know, doing its thing. So, right, right. That's uh, the way to do it. Yeah. Just like pump it out. That's, That's right. cool.
0: So hopefully, we have lots of new listeners and new
2: fans, so we can you know, chat with here about some good Star Wars stuff coming to join us from YouTube. Yeah, that's right. You know what's cool about YouTube is like people can drop comments, right? People can drop comments on videos. And that's not something right. that people can do on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. I mean, like what being said, I mean, you know, if you if you're using a podcast app and you can leave a review. Please leave a review. But um but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of platforms out there that don't allow this <laughs> and you know interaction with like the creator of the stuff. So uh yeah like it's it would just be not really
0: common easy. with podcasts.
2: No, I yeah I guess not, right? And and um that's another thing is uh, a project for 2023, all right. Uh, I'm announcing this. I think for the, I don't know if I've uh, mentioned even to you about this yet, but after we finish YouTube, we're hitting SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look at that. We're gonna hit SoundCloud. Yeah,
0: that's funny because you're just saying that's the only place left for not on. That's like the big names.
2: That's also a platform that allows commenting, um which uh it's gonna be faster to upload to soundcloud because it's just taking the audio file we don't need to do any kind of video conversion or adding a waveform effect or anything like that but um, but yeah it's it's more of a manual process right manual process each one
0: we have the video now so we could be the first podcast on vimeo
2: I think I think we'll leave that to like 2024. All right. All right. <laughs> but by, by that point, we'll have like 300 hey, something episodes. maybe. Hey, couple. Nick, you want a job? <laughs> 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 uh, other exciting news. We're currently featured on the Podbean TV and film page. Uh, it's 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 taken a while to get there. But we're there. <laughs> we're featured. All right. Uh, Long last. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. If anyone is listening on Podbean, thank you so much for following the podcast. Uh, you know, feel free to uh shoot us an email or follow us on Twitter. And you know, it's great. Uh, welcome to Start with Escape Pod if this is your first time tuning in. Um but yeah, uh what's cool about Podbean is we are hosted with Podbean currently, so uh, you know, we, we, do have a bit of interaction there. Um, and I, I, don't, I forget if there's an ability to leave a comment or not, but, uh, feel free to leave a comment if, if you haven't already. And, um, yeah, that, that'd be, that'd be really awesome. So, you know, share the news with your friends, send them a link to star Wars escape pod. It's Christmas. So why not write a card with a link? to Star Wars escape pod so they can enjoy the podcast too. That's right. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> send them our new recorded intro. You have to you have to you might it's been replaced uh we replaced the old one. So you might need to funnel back a little bit to the beginning, but you know, send them a link to that. Um and uh do you want to do you want to tell our listeners about the Discord?
0: Yeah, so we have a open Discord channel and I'm sure at somewhere at the bottom of this video you'll be able to find a link to it. We want all fans to join in and join us in uh, all our different forum chats we talk about different different things going on whether it be and or episodes or maybe we have speculation what's going to happen in the future here i guess the next thing to look forward to will be ahsoka yeah or bad batch I'm not, i always uh, forget that's coming out because
2: i keep moving it around it'll be bad batch and then mandalorian season three and then probably ahsoka after that i would just, i would imagine yeah there we go or, or maybe even yeah, star wars so vision season two that's that's a thing. Oh, on yeah, the that's right.
0: I already forgot. Man, there's always so much stuff so, coming out so all the time. Stuff. It's crazy. It's so hard to stay much. on top of. Oh yeah. And if if anyone wants to talk about any of the novels that come out, we're a little bit behind here. But there's always High Republic stuff that seems to be pumped out every few weeks. So
1: <laughs> yeah, that's there's
2: always forms for that. Yeah, coming. I'm joining the fun. There's always something to talk about.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: yeah, not too much <laughs> George though, Georgia. Not in too his much. Reading. Yeah, yeah, not too much. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. We got we got some news about the giveaway, but we'll, we'll save that to the end. So uh, you know, Stay tuned, stay tuned at the end of the, so, end of the
0: episode.
2: So feel free to skip to the end. Yeah, feel free, yeah, feel free to <laughs> skip to the end uh, or, or check out the description. There's a link down there, but we can do some explaining for exactly, you know, qualifications for this giveaway, because unfortunately it, it might not be shippable everywhere. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, let's let's get into the end of the end. Episode four um, or sorry, episode episode 12. Uh, let's um, let's hit it. All right, Rick's road, uh Rick's Road, everybody, initial thoughts on this episode before we dive in um just uh, just to sh- uh, you know we could just throw a short comment out. I can start. I loved it, you know, I thought uh Marva's <laughs> speech was a highlight for me uh in this episode, um but uh yeah, Blake, what about you? Speech was good, was it just me or did her hologram look weird
0: her hologram uh ah. I never thought I thought it around looked around. strange. I think her face was like too in focus. It looks it looked wrong. Oh uh, yeah. Like it could have been fuzzier I don't know, like Yeah, like yeah, I think it was too clear. Huh. It doesn't really match the rest of what we've seen in this era. Like I would buy it for like the sequels, but it looked I don't know.
2: It looked weird to me. It looked like it's improving technology. We're almost there <laughs> at the sequels, you know, where we're 15 years yeah, past then, the prequels, you know, holograms why, why are the,
0: No, but it's like later on we see Darth Vader talked to the Emperor, a hologram, and it's worse.
2: That, that's very true.
0: <laughs> so, like, that's, that doesn't... Why would they not have better technology than this, this droid that's however old? That's a, that's a good point. I don't point. know. It, bother, it bothered me. It's a really random thing to complain about, but you, you brought up the speech. The speech was good. <laughs> oh, the cheesy. message The
2: message brought, that she had, though. That was tear to the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good stuff. Nick, what about you?
3: Yeah, I like the speech. Um... Oh, I, th- one thing that kind of stood out was the music they were playing, like as yeah. they were walking down the street, kind of that, yeah, that was cool. sort of slow pace, kind solemn. of like, like mar- marching band yeah. almost I, but it was like, yeah, it was kind of like solemn, slow, kind of with like the trumpets and all that. And with their, so, and, and with her like, e- like, e- like uniforms on and yeah. everything that was, that, that was neat. The, the, I think the meat, they nailed the music for the, like the march down, yeah. down the road. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's great yeah it was pretty cool rick's road is where clem andor was once uh hanged by the empire uh or hung by the empire i guess uh to see um the events that take place in this episode in the very place in which uh, as you know long affected both like cassian and and his mother marva is very good storytelling you know and and um uh it's it's where ferrix's rebellion begins in a way right like you know it, it it's almost as if Clem's death has long kind of been this seed that's been planted right and then finally now it's flourishing because uh Marva has her speech and you know ironically the very the very spot where uh they're performing her burial ceremony in a way is also where her husband was hung and you know this Rick's oh, Road yeah. this Rick's Road location keeps popping up in conversations right like uh earlier in in the season i think it was mentioned uh by uh, marva when she was like kind of arguing with andor is like you know she said something about like walk me down rick's road and you know you know you know basically trying to kind of paint this picture of reliving the trauma of like seeing her husband kind of like on the end of a rope right um so I, uh, to me i thought this was fantastic storytelling i thought that was really really cool uh you know to name the the episode after that kind of location i thought was, was mm, really great.
0: pretty fitting yeah. yeah yeah it was it was good uh, Andor's stepdad was actually in this episode quite a
2: bit Because we haven't seen him for a while Yeah it's the first episode that we have uh, A flashback in How many? 8 six? Oh, It's been a while since he it's was a,
0: a flashback to being a kid right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been a few episodes, been a hot minute since we've seen some, some clone wars flashbacks. Uh, but yeah, I think that was the last one. canaries in the coal mine. Yeah. 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 That was the last one that we got, I think was when, was when that random dude throws the rock at the clone trooper and, or or the stormtrooper or whatever. And they turn around and then, you know, Clem's trying to calm them down, but then they kind of misinterpret him to be the one who threw the rock. And that's the reason why he dies. So yeah, it's really just like cruelty by the empire is kind of like, you know, Marva's always had a hate for it because like they just straight up murdered his, you know, her, her husband kind of thing. And, you know, he wasn't responsible for any any crime committed against them. And so well, she probably hated the Empire
0: before that. Oh, yeah. And curious? that's like
2: that's what her speech is just like, you know, so important. Right. Because like it's like I, I was, you know, all that talk about how she's been sleeping and like, you know, I would have woken up earlier kind of thing if I knew. Right. Well,
0: I don't know. It kind of bothered me a little bit, to be honest. Seems like a bit of a cop out because she why would she wait till she's dead to do it? You know what I mean? Like, she's basically that, taking the easy yeah. way
2: out. So she doesn't have to do anything. I think that's just it. Right. I think like it goes it goes beyond really the story and, and kind of like that's general saying that people hear where, you know, people say like when when they're kind of lying there on the deathbed, you, you know, you regret the things you didn't do more than the things you did. And I think for Marva, this is the, exactly the case because like, you know, she tells Andor before he leaves that, you know, she's kind of gotten to the point where her place is in the, you know, fighting the Empire. And what she really does nothing while she's kind of like ill and, you know, she's like says that and then he leaves and then she dies. Right. So um, it's kind of like a yeah, dying a, wish of hers to have been involved with something, you know, in regards. But to it fighting. was weird because I
0: felt like whenever we interacted with her, it looked like she was always on the verge of actually doing something. So that's why, to me, it feels like a bit of a cop out, because it seems like she was always planning
2: to do something and then she just
0: never got around to it or whatever. Right.
2: Yeah. 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 We found out about the the daughters of Ferrex. I thought, you know, I thought for sure it was some sort of something that might have something to do with the rebellion or maybe even like some sort of like, you know, religion thing or something like that. But no, it turns out it's just like a social club. (laughs)
0: yeah Uh, most the whole time it seemed
2: like she was part
0: of the rebellion because she kept talking about rebels i felt like
2: yeah was she was she not was she i I, I don't like i don't know know.
0: yeah i'm left extra confused because it, it
2: kind of goes back and forth but then again i think like it's intended to be that way because her speech really kind of brings that out as like a an attribute she regrets you know she kind of regrets not getting up in arms earlier right and and like yeah i think without this speech like those those people kind of realize like yeah we haven't we haven't done anything we've let the empire just take over our town like we're you sleeping. know yeah yeah like, <laughs> like like what are we doing like we're all here you know and like this this like kind of message of hers just rallies them in a way that just kind of you know, it's that spark that lights the fire, that lights the rebellion, or whatever, whatever, whatever Poe Dameron said. Oh man, yeah, yeah that, that reminds me.
0: I was, it's too late now, I guess. But I was gonna say we should load up that cheesy line from the the Spark Rebellion launch movie for oh, the rebels man. and play that line. Gosh. Be careful, we don't want to make it into a spark of, of rebellion. rebellion.
2: <laughs> yes. We must not let these rebels escape, or it could mean a spark. Of rebellion. rebellion it's like the, the pause <laughs> gets longer every time uh, yeah,
0: exactly more yeah.
2: intense um Nick oh you got God anything gosh. anything about this uh Rick's road you want to talk about
3: um I guess we go we might get into it a bit more later but uh like just on off of what what uh, Blake was saying with uh her speech like I thought it was a you know very well constructed very well written speech and it you know definitely inspired the people of ferx but I also do agree with him that it was maybe kind of an easy way out. Like she never really did anything. Right. But then right before she died, she says, Oh, I wish I did something. And I guess that's kind of what anyone would say. Yeah. Like it's almost like your dead yeah. you're your deathbed. You're under deathbed it's like, Oh, I wish I worked less and spent more time with my kids. Like all the classic stuff, right? Yeah. And it was just Yeah, I I, I like the speech, but I don't think she is a hero
2: of any kind no no i wouldn't call her a hero at no. all no um yeah. but it's i find it i found it relatable because they're they're in the real life like there's just a lot of there's a lot it's of regret. That. yeah there's a lot of regret you know there's a lot of I'm people sure, like who leave especially things too elderly late.
0: people right
2: yeah 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 exactly they, you know they left things too you late know? Know? and then and then boom it's like oh um my time's up you know like yeah um but yeah, and then and then to kind of be in the boots of like Brussels or whatever, and, you know, and people on the street kind of just being influenced by what they're hearing, like, I still got time, you know, like I still got time to like make this change and like actually do something. And that being
0: said, I wouldn't say the brightest way to make this change and get started is to be unarmed to fight against
2: a storm, a bunch of stormtroopers right, with right, blasters, right. and everyone just gets shot. I think, like, I think not, not only was it super funny that Brassel just, like, frickin' takes, like, Marvel's, like, you know, like, stone that she's, like, been turned into and, like, whips some Imperial in the face yeah, with I it. But, yeah, I yeah, uh, saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I think I think broke it, someone's <laughs> helmet. <laughs> yeah. I think the other really important thing to acknowledge here is that Willman, who was the boy who lost his father to the ISB, uh, episode opens up with him creating a bomb, like a pipe bomb. Um yeah. And immediately we kind of get this visual storytelling again of, you know, this is a boy who wants to avenge his father's death. And like, this is what fuels rebellion, like him tossing that bomb and then going like, boom. And just, it's it just like, it's just almost like that, that, that rally firework that needs to, that red flare, right. That's like, everyone just kind of sees it and goes, yeah, it's like the, 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 the first <laughs> shot to kind of like create the charge. Right. Um, <laughs> along with Brassel's like, you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, his, uh, his dead punch, you know, to the, the, you know, just like whipping that brick around to the, the Imperial guy. Um, hmm. So, yeah, those those two events, just those two simple acts, um, you know, just kind of like everyone all of a sudden now has the courage to kind of just like join the join the stand fight. Stand up. Yeah, to stand up. It right? basically just became an unruly mob. But mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of reminds me of. Yeah, I've I've made this. I've made this. uh Comparison before, but it kind of reminds me of the Hunger Games. Like, I think I may have mentioned it in one of the previous after shows, but it kind of reminds me of the Hunger Games. You know, Katniss is like used as a, uh, almost as like a, a weapon. In the rebellion, within the rebellion, right? Like she's a symbol. She's like she's. She's a she's,
0: figurehead. She's man. a
2: figurehead, yeah. And she's used that. Well, she wants to actually fight, and there's a whole thing about it. But you know, she's used well, in a way that um, gets people rallied, right? Like because people are yeah, inspired. Yeah, they don't by want her right. to join in and die. Right. They and, need her. I mean, yeah, she could become her.
0: a martyr, but they yeah. also need her as like the face of
2: the rebellion. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Did anyone? Did anyone? Okay. I I totally missed this until like the later half of the episode. But did you guys? Catch the whole weasel of the town trying to confirm that Cassian's alive. You know, offering that guy drinks. He's like, "Hey, you want another one?" You know, it's like, "Yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm sure Cassian would know nothing about the the funeral, right?" right? You know, like, I I yeah. don't know. I feel kind of stupid until the second time I guy, watched it, and then I was like, "Oh." <laughs> but,
0: yeah, like the first time, I wasn't sure if he was like trying to be a snitch or if he was, um. I don't know. I was on the fence about it at first, but I think towards the, cause like he got arrested, right? They like grabbed him and like threw him into that room at the end of the episode. So I don't know.
2: It was like a pretend arrest, I think. Right. But they were still watching over him to make sure he doesn't pull anything on them. But, um, but yeah, right. I think he was cause he was doing it for money. Right. Like he goes and he's like, he's like quick pretend to pretend to handcuff me or whatever. Or like, you know, and then, and then they, they throw the handcuffs on and him, take him into the room. And he says something about being paid for his services or whatever. So right, they kind of yeah, skimmed over like, like, it.
0: Right yeah. after he came in, yeah, because like he came in like after the arrest, and then they immediately knew where Andor was, and they showed a, a shot of him, but he looked sad, so I assumed he was like interrogated and gave him up, <laughs> and not like willingly.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Maybe I'm mistaken about that then. Yeah, did you do you have any thoughts about this one? I'm like,
3: uh, yeah, it was a bit odd. I kind of didn't quite understand it the first time. I, the first time I went through, but uh, yeah, I guess he was almost. Yeah, he was just trying to, like, he was. I guess he he turned on 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 Cassian, and he was mm-hmm. like, he was almost like, yeah, like like sort of a, uh, what do they call them? Like how they like an informant, or whatever. Yeah, for, yeah. For for, the, for the ISB. That yeah. Kind of, He's
2: yeah. a rat. He's yeah. a rat. He's a weasel. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> <a>
0: weasel. Yeah. <laughs> and what I guess a weasely
3: guy. Really, never really came to anything. Yeah, and then he ended up dying at the well. End. They, they, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. They, they That's may, that what he gets for being a snitch. Yeah, it may yeah. have been a may, that screen time may have been could could have been put to better use. Maybe because it was a bit, yeah, it yeah. was a bit of a a dull. It was inter- interaction.
2: It was. I, I I thought they could have done something way cooler with that, but but it ended up not really going anywhere. Like I thought for sure. He would be a bit of like as I was watching it for the first time, I thought like, oh, well, this guy's like, you know, I, like I didn't think much of it, right? And then I saw him later interacting with the ISP guy, and I was like, oh, he's, yeah. you know, he's an informant. Maybe he's gonna like, I don't know, he's gonna do something. And then he, and then he gets blown up. I was like, "What? Like, that's it?" <laughs> just like, no, that's a good point. It's like the story of a man who tried to betray his friend in order to make money, and then he dies anyway. It's like, it's like, Is seriously, moral of the story. Yeah. Never betray your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Never talk to Nazis. Yeah, but at the same time, again, it's just like you know what? I could actually see that happen. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Just really unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Just like the unlucky schmuck that you know just ends up dying in in efforts to kind of make a make a pretty pretty penny, right? But, well, they, well, I think what happened was they needed
0: a reason to why they found out that Cassian was in that, that tower over the funeral. The problem was they found out and they went up there to check
2: on him and he'd already left. So then it just mm-hmm. became a waste of time. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Mon Mothma, she has she has a bit of a, bit of a, a small part in this episode. Um, she has an argument in the speeder with her husband, uh, which... Might that was actually, actually really interesting. It, it actually was, works she, in her favor. Oh, I was on purpose. She knew because she said she thinks her
0: driver is listening to her. She's he's yeah, an informant. Yeah. So he, she did that to hide the interaction, which we now we you know she went through with is basically putting her her daughter up to be uh, arranged marriage to that guy's son. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's like Dabble guaranteed to be married Dabble. or now they're like courting or whatever. Right. Right. But. So he moved the money around, but I think she needed an excuse. So she blamed her husband for gambling to the in front of the informant so that the informant would then think – would pass that on to the ISB and they would think that's why. So she did that intentionally. Oh, and what shit. I'm wondering is if she's throwing her husband under the bus or not. Yeah, that's a, it's a good observation. So I, yeah. Because – So I think – because later we saw the isb was talking to the informant and they're like oh that does explain the strange like uh, banking interactions that they we've been seeing on their accounts mm-hmm. so maybe they're just gonna leave it at that but when i first heard it like the uh, when they're in, in in the speeder. My first thoughts were that she's throwing her husband under the bus because it'd be really interesting mm. if he then got arrested and like made the, took the fall because she clearly doesn't actually care for him.
2: Yeah, so. yeah. Did you did you catch on to any of this? one? My, uh,
3: yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because I could tell that. Yeah, she was definitely she she knew that the driver was listening. Yeah, but she she played it off really yeah. well. well. She suspected it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or she yeah, she yeah, but she she she, uh, she played it off really well. But the husband, I think. The husband might still be in the dark about this, and she and he maybe thought that it, it was actually just she was mad about the gambling. Right. And she thought that he was gambling again, and he was trying to, like, say, like, oh, no, I wasn't, or whatever. I think that's what sold it. But, yeah. Yeah. So it was all, like, a master plan conversation by her. Like, it was very well orchestrated, I think.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it makes sense, because she's basically admitted that she's been two-faced the entire time she's in the Senate, so she must be a very good actress.
2: yeah yeah yeah. and and those brief moments that we see her kind of without character on you know it's just like she's just totally shaking right like she's just like nervous and sweating and you know just like so stressed all the time right like uh exactly she's just yeah actress but like props props to Genevieve O'Reilly like I mean you know just nailing the part right for sure. And when she was,
3: the, I don't know if it was this episode, but last episode, she was talking to, is it Val or Val? Yeah, her, yeah. Her yeah. cousin, yeah. Yeah. And she was saying, like, oh, are you, re- are you really going to go through with this, like, marriage or whatever with her daughter? And then she was just like, I'm in so much trouble. Like, right. it, it that was mm. her actual, genuine, like, feelings. And she was, like, showing, like, I guess the audience. Mm-hmm. right? That's who she is. She's so scared. Yeah. And then, but she's, she she's able to put on such a good mask every other time and just for the cause. Yeah. For the cause and and, And her life is on
2: the line too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's just the the only time that she's probably really genuine is when she's dealing with rebellion and family.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, we see her, her true self. I mean, that's where her, her, uh, her, her heart lies, right. Is with the rebellion. I mean, being such an influential person within that organization. Um, Mm Uh, yeah, we see what it looks like behind the curtain of the ISB in the umpire's perspective when Anto Krieger is taken down. Um, I thought this was a really nice touch because um, it adds that new perspective that that Andor has been like giving us, right? like this whole show has just been you know new perspectives on the Star Wars Galaxy. and uh, you know the excitement that's kind of going on within the ISB headquarters at the briefing room. Um, and it just made me thought it made me, it made me think. I was like, I wonder what it was like at the isb when they figured out like where the the rebel base at hoth was or like you know like or when the death star blows up you know like what what were these like people in on coruscant kind of like doing in their offices right like you know like as as that one guy is like talking to mon mothma's driver you know getting the intel off him right that that is like oh yeah it could be a gambling thing whatever Um some, yeah. someone like pokes his head and he's like hey they just took down Anto krieger and then i was like oh man that's like that's like the kind of thing that would happen in like your typical office, right? Like, hey, we just secured the deal yeah, with cooler. so-and-so or whatever. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I just I thought that was- Walmart's like really... going to be buying our papers all across the country. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're in a lawyer's office like, yeah, we just we just secured Jeff Bezos as a client. Yeah. Like, yeah like... <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be a big deal.
3: Yeah. yeah, everyone kind of just stops their work. And it's like, oh, it's 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 going down, it's going down, finally, and everyone goes into like the main control room. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Almost like watch, watch, like all their work, kind of like, oh, it, this is it, right? Yeah, and yeah. They're yeah, like yeah. so proud that their plan Man. worked. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah They people.
2: really want and or. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's really funny though, and I thought I was like, wow, we've never seen this before. Like, this is just like a new. A new perspective on this whole like, what does the Empire do when they actually succeed at something like against the rebellion, right? Because we never really see that side of things, I guess. When they no. take, the, yeah. But
0: so we just see all the Ewok celebrations when the rebels win. Yeah, yeah Ewok, cele- <laughs> Ewok celebration. You <laughs> um,
2: know what they would do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <Archie>! yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brassel's message for Cassian on behalf of Marva is very touching. Uh, it leaves us wishing or hoping for, uh, and uh, you know, calling, calling him a first spark to the fire and a, and a force for good is, is, you know, is very like very encouraging for that character to hear because there was a bit of unresolved kind of thing going on of him just kind of retroactively like, okay, I'm here for, I'm, I made all this effort to kind of break out of prison and like attend, you know, my, mother's like, uh, burial ceremony. Yeah. Funeral. Hmm. And yet like, there was no real goodbye. Like, and Andor kind of says like, the Hmm. last thing I said to her was like, you know, something, I don't know, something. It was an argument. Yeah. It was an argument. Right. And I was like, that sucks. Like that sucks so hard. And, and, and yet Brassel has this like beautiful message that he just kind of delivers to his friend. And, um, you know, I think for a lot of us, like it just kind of put some conclusion, under his absence, you know, uh, under his absence with her death going on, like it just kind of resolved the the, the kind of uh, unresolvement, I guess, <laughs> you know, however I would put it right. Like um, so I don't know. Did you guys get that feeling like listening to that message? You're like, oh, OK, yeah, I can I can kind of be at ease now.
0: Hmm. I think he's still upset about it because he has an interaction with his friend. That's when he says that. And it seems like he's still quite troubled because he yeah, he didn't he didn't get this. He still feels guilty. Leave on good terms. And yeah, because yeah. yeah, he wanted to take her with him, and she might be alive if that had happened. I mean, I think she died from disease, right? So it probably wouldn't have changed. Yeah. But what about you, Nick? Like, I think he regrets not being here with her and running off. Right. And at the same time, he was stuck in, like, prison, so he couldn't even get back. So he's probably, like, quite troubled by that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think I think he's... I, he's think, that's, I
0: think that's why... Oh, sorry. sorry, I think that's why he at the end starts talking to. I'm blanking on the guy's name, but to join the the rebellion a bit, right? He says like, well, "We're jumping ahead too far," by because th- he talks, that, he's talking to the the uh, the main rebel guy. He's like, "Either kill me or let me join you." Yeah, Luthen. Yeah, he says like, let, "Kill me or let me let me join," basically. Yeah, and he I. That to me, that seems to be solely driven by her, mm-hmm. by his loss of her, and because it, like when he says it, 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 you can see the 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 sadness behind it, right? So I think he he's doing it uh, because he feels guilty and because he uh, wants to um, honor her with her her last request, mm. like from her speech, right.
3: Uh y- yeah, like I guess he 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 feels bad about, you know, like that that he couldn't like maybe save her, but that's sort of I mean, it it really maybe wasn't in his hands, but he just I mean, he just feels bad about it anyways. Yeah. And he wants to come back, but I don't know if I'm jumping ahead jumping ahead a bit too a bit too far here or it's a bit of a different topic, but I mean, he comes back I think the main reason he comes back to Ferricks is to you know, attend, you know, his mom's funeral and pay respects. But he spends the whole time in like tunnels and like he doesn't, he, he doesn't, <laughs> yeah. he's never actually at the funeral because if he's there, they'll see him. So he, he's yeah. there, he's there for the, for the funeral, but he can't even be there. Be so, a part of it, yeah. yeah. So he's just kind of in in the shadows the whole time trying to like, I think he's trying to find uh, Bix who's been, you know, he, who has been tortured and I think, you know, he, he ends up getting her in the end, but it's a bit of, like...
0: And she has, like, but, Stockholm you know, Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, she's, like, really shaken up from all the, all I, the guess, torture. I guess, all, all the torture. And leave me, the, leave me.
0: Yeah. All, I don't want to go. All
3: the sounds from the headphones and all that, I think, yeah. kind of, like, on just kept, uh, day after day, she kind of just kept getting mm-hmm. more and more broken. Yeah. Um, but she ends up getting out okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool that Marva's speech. I mean, I know we had talked about it quite a bit already, but uh, what I what I forgot to bring up was um, that Luthen is there, right? And he hears her words as well. And so, you know, to get back to what you were saying as well, Blake, about uh, about him, his decision in not killing Andor really must also kind of play a part in. Season two. <laughs> <It>. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, th- I think personally, I think, I think Marva's speech is really kind of key to this whole episode because, like, the message that she has Brassel kind of deliver to Andor, you know, is, 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 is kind of like his segue into, you know, what, yeah, kill me or, or, or let me join or bring me in, right? Um, and then, in addition to that, her. Uh, her hologram is really, uh, it, it, you know, she kind of records it knowing that this is her final kind of act of being able to possibly inspire people to do what she could never do. Right. You mm-hmm. know? And and it's and Luther is there and hears the words and he's obviously is affected by this because, you know, he chooses not to kill Cassian. Um, but. You know is just it, it, I, th- I thought that that it was all very very like uh intentionally you know it's supposed to be very inspiring but um it, very different than uh, or I, well not super different but i guess like different enough that luthan's approach is the empire is going to crack down hard you know if we do certain things people are going to get angry people are going to rise up right that's certainly one way one way to approach it but Marva make it worse yeah people but
0: are forced to stand up
2: yeah but then marva has her turn at like you know trying to inspire people to rebel and all it takes is really just the truth like it's just her her feelings on the matter and like you know i didn't have enough time to do what i wanted to do to 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 fight for what i believe in but you, you know you do right like you yeah. can wake be- up and yeah, she
0: she was able to read the room, and yeah. the difference is, I think Luthan wanted to make like build the room itself, mm-hmm. whereas maybe he's wasn't able to figure out that what he was trying to do they're they're already there. All the people need is something to just you know kickstart it
2: to. Yeah. Light the spark. Yeah, light the spark, the lights <laughs> the fire, the We're lights going... the rebel. Um, that's right. <laughs> uh yeah. I I I I really also loved the line that she kind of st- she kind of opens up with. She says, strange, I can almost see it. You know, she kind of looks down yeah. at, as if because she's looking down at B B2 uh EMO, right? Like as she was recording mm-hmm. this message before she died, right? But as she records it, she knows that this message is going to be played in front of everybody. And so, like, as she kind of spews off these words, um, it's actually really kind of enlightening to kind of see the visual cue as she recorded it in a way that she imagined her standing in front of all those people, you know. Yeah. And, and I thought that was really, really good. I thought that was like that that really was like the cherry on top, you know. Um, because if she just kind of, her thing kind of like lights up and boom, it's like her message to everyone. Um, it would be cool still, but then it just would have a little less realism. Right. And like the, it's like the little kind of like realism effect that is like, Oh, strange. I can almost, I can almost see it. You know, it can almost, I can almost imagine myself being there in front of all these people, even though I'm going to be dead when this plays. I
0: I think part of that is because she mentions she's been to countless funerals yeah they all they must all kind of have the same Mm -hmm. thing so she she can almost see herself from the perspective of like where the hologram is
2: yeah yeah exactly I thought that was really really cool um Cyril has a small part in this episode as well Cyril um Cyril's part of here. his his moment his moment is very uh very short-lived but um what is what what happens on Ferex, um results in him rescuing Dedra from the riot. And uh, Man, I, think, I
0: thought he was going to get clocked.
2: Uh, I didn't like I thought, he, I thought he was just that was it. Like, that was it for him. You know, because get...
0: what like if I was her and I was held at gunpoint and taken as a hostage or whatever and, you know, brought into the room, you turn around and Cyril's there. I wouldn't think, oh, it was a ruse. I would think, oh, he's a rebel. I need, <laughs> like, I need to fight him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was interesting because, like, I, I, thought of this as like, this is finally his golden ticket into the ISB. Like, I think season two is going to kick off. He's going to be an ISB member. What about you? you, know, you, okay. you got some thoughts. He's got some, th- that he's that got some thoughts.
3: Well, uh, a bit. I mean, I mean, the season starts off like the show starts off with this serial guy just he loves his job and he's figured out that this he's almost like fa- found this Andor guy then thinks that oh maybe this guy is the key to something right and and he's or like I, he just starts off he just starts off by you know trying to find him he's like avenging his co-workers he, 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 right he, yeah he yeah. tries, tries to find him and then the rest of his co-workers are kind of like yeah well small potatoes like move on and then he's like oh this isn't how we should be you know doing business and all that so he kind of goes a bit rogue and tries to find this guy, but later this season he meets Dedra, and he almost like it seems like he just has an obsession with her yeah about like yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's kind of weird he almost like loves her because of he, she treats her job the way he treats his job yeah and they both kind of had the same ideals and all that.
0: I got. I got to give props but, to that actor because he. There's so much intensity in his eyes around like oh, this topic.
3: Yeah, is, yeah. It, it, it's it, impressive. It was very good. Um, but I mean, it's kind of. It's almost kind of. F- fitting how like he he, he goes to, Ferrex, because he he has a lead on Cassian. Well, he thinks Cassian's going right? to be there he for thinks, his mom's th- th- funeral. Yeah, because yeah, right? yeah. he thinks he's going to be there. So he goes to Ferrix as well. But immediately, like he just ca- sees Dedra in like the background. He's oh, she's here, and he like immediately kind of forgets about Cassie. <laughs> yeah,
2: like she's like and a and, celebrity. And, and, right? and then, and yeah. then
3: like the rest of the episode, he's like almost like a like a uh, like oh, he's he's like tracking more him, like, concerned. The whole time yeah, more concerned with her. With her, and then ends up when the riot when the riot starts, he's like immediately he's like I have to save Dedra. Yeah. And then he ends up doing it, but. It's, it's a bit of a weird story arc or character arc for sure. I
2: okay. uh, my Why see- did they
0: trade hats? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I yeah that, the, that, that, the, I bus, that I think that I think that was bus? just
2: supposed to be funny. I think that was just supposed to be funny. I think he just realized oh my my hat's not like adjustable and then the other guy was like this one's too small for me anyways and they just kind of like wordlessly exchange why? hats. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think it, they
0: were <laughs> trading hats so they could trade jobs so they could sneak him in. I
2: think I think it was just supposed but, to be a little like quirky kind of humor yeah just a quirky little like i thought way too deep into it yeah I (laughs) i saw
0: that i saw
3: that and i didn't understand what happened so but i didn't i didn't know why they did that but yeah yeah, maybe it was just a, a, a small funny piece. That <laughs> yeah, I
2: always yeah. thought that that guy was just like a humor kind of like we're talking about the Scottish guy, right? Yeah, like I yeah. I, I think yeah. that yeah. guy like was he just a pudgy guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he was just supposed to be this like humorous kind of like coworker that's like the uh, the super loyal you know like buddy buddy at work that just kind of like has so his the back. The you yes know? man. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yes man, like, like well, because like when everyone else disagrees with like Cyril's opinion on on like hunting Andor down for for his crime against the uh you know the their their company. Uh, you should do it, sir. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, he's like the only guy that's like, I, yeah. I 100 agree. Like, he's like, like <laughs> <laughs> just like so into it. Yeah, just really like, intense. Yeah, and then he's also he the one that's like a bit of a simpleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also the one that like just kind of gives that rally speech before they get off on a ferex in like the third and just, episode. And
0: the thing is, yeah. like, without that guy, Cyril would have gotten into a lot less trouble.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, without him, I mean, that whole party would never have happened, you know. So uh, also because he's the guy who told Cyril that Andor might be coming back to Ferex because, you know, he found out that Marva's dead and that's his mother. Right. So, uh, yeah, he's just he's just the guy that's got the back. So I think I think it was just like a, a subtle, quirky little nod to like, oh, you don't fit in your hat right. properly. Here, you can have mine. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm completely oh overlooking something here, but like that's just how I perceived it. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, a small little cameo of the DL forty four that he holds when he rescues Dedra. By the way, um, he's holding a blaster in his hand. That's a DL forty four. Hans Solo's blaster. Oh.
0: oh man, I totally missed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kept seeing like Ray's blaster everywhere, and then
2: missed <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, that was a that was a that was an interesting one. It, one can only wonder though, what Marva's message meant to him. Um, you know, talking about like, or Dedra, even like a loyal imperialist people, right? Like, oh man, I'm sure it was just like, oh, she was a rebel. <laughs> I am, yeah, we only got like a small, like half a second glimpse, I think, at him when the speech was going on, but I wish we saw more facial reaction from him because, um, because, uh, yeah, it's just, it was just so, it's such a good, um, monologue that that i i kind of wish we saw more characters react to it right um but yeah anyways cinta another rebel who's kind of had a small part to play on ferrix as she's been keeping an eye on andor's house while he's uh, while marva's been dead and he's been gone uh she assassinates the isb spy that's been hanging out around town asking about andor and keeping an eye on the place. Uh, I thought that was a well-played moment. It was, uh, but, yeah, it was a very interesting moment because she looked like she was just
0: really awkward and caught off guard, and she just stabs him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: I thought, uh, like dude, uh. That guy, though, that guy was, like, so creepy. You know, when he, like, turns around, he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you're like, right he's just like so no, like, obviously just, an
2: imperial yeah like yeah exactly just so obviously a villain you know like of any kind you know imperial roommate. gangster whatever yeah. just like he, this if he guy lived is, yeah. if he lived he would have
0: been a first order person for sure
2: oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> um, Bix, Wilman, Brassel B2EMO uh, they escape uh, off world with Andor's reass- reassurance that he will find them this is going to be a segue into season two. Uh, any speculation for season two? I think it's going
0: to be him trying to fit in as being a rebel. Maybe that's why they felt like they needed another season. Like, mm-hmm. this is totally me speculating. But from what we saw in this season, it was a really hard sell for him to just become a rebel. 'Cause he seems really independent, one kinda nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like even even what we got for an explanation of him joining the rebellion to me seemed like a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be about the transition of him from being who we see him as in this season, this very really independent kind of thief, into someone who can follow orders and and is an actual uh soldier for the rebellion.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, like my opinion on the first season so far, it's it's just been a big kind of lead in to the real story, which is him as part of the rebellion, right? Like this is like complete foundation territory for him, like reasoning, you know, why he joins kind of thing. And it's given us a few steps to the story. Like, you know, first off, you know, he kills those guys, has authorities chasing him, never really liked the Empire to begin with, comes from a plot that hates it. Uh, and Mm -hmm. then, you know, the empire gets involved, you know, more so he ends up in prison when he shouldn't have been just like his father was killed by the empire for a reason that he didn't commit. And then, you know, finally kind of like realizes, Oh, we're not getting out of here has to escape. Right. Hates them even more. And then, and then the death of his, uh, his, his mother happens, he's torn up about it. You know it has to hide away from the empire and and the corporate authority sector just to kind of be there in the first place and then that whole uprising and knowing that his mother like hates the empire and wants to rebel as well and then Luther like getting him involved with that one mission that kind of like also involved him in a way that he's like you know what like yeah and like luthan told him like you know, don't you want to fight these bastards for real, right? Like
0: yeah, but we know Luthen is very manipulative.
2: Yes, yeah. So yeah, for sure.
0: what's interesting though is I felt, especially in like this episode where Luthen is very like, where you're we, we have to kill him, right? We now, I was always kind of on the fence of if that. His Luthen's like employee, Mm -hmm. the the lady who works there. If she had like went rogue to kill Cassian, but no, it's definitely like it was his idea. he's the one that said we we need to kill him. He made the call. Yeah, and so that to me is see showing like a lot of parallels between Cassian doing what he needs to do to survive and accomplish what he's doing, and with what Luthen is willing to do, and I think. Luthien is going to take him on as somewhat of an apprentice at this point. And that's why we're going to see Cassian in Rogue One as someone who was willing to kill a rebel, a fellow rebel, so that information doesn't leak. As opposed to what we know to be rebel soldiers, because I think the rebels we see in like Empire Strikes Back and stuff, they wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But Cassian seems to be a tiger of another stripes.
2: Yeah, almost. And I like, think
0: he's gonna get that from Luthen.
2: Yeah, for sure. That's a great observation. Like almost like his involvement with the rebellion has just been a bit dirtier because he's been kind of brought in by the he's guy re- who's yeah. like doing all that stuff, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, so I almost think he's going to be a personal agent of Luthen because Luthen is already impressed with what he can do. That's why he reached out to him in the first place. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Nick, any any That's overall thoughts? I think for... he's
0: gonna be a, a spy.
2: That yeah. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Fits the genre pretty well, but yeah, Nick. Season one, season <laughs> one recap. Your opinions on that and season two. Yeah, oh, just man, just, just spiel. Oh, uh, this is okay.
3: So, well, for hold on. So first, before we get into any of that, just a quick thing on Luthen. I don't know if it was like if I missed something, if I missed part part of something, or if there, if there was a continuity error because Luthen was like at the funeral, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, and then yeah. so he was looking there, kind of with his cloak on, and then.
2: Cool costume by it's the way. yeah, very
3: cool, yes. But then when the riot starts, it cuts to him like a mile away looking, it was down, after the looking riot. down on so those after, it. So riot, yeah.
0: so a- after the riot had been going for a while, he Okay. So he he was on the stairwell. He was on the stairwell. Um, so what happened was the the parade went through, the funeral parade, and there was soldiers like Imperial soldiers with riot shields that are creating a wall. He was behind the wall, so behind the parade. And then when the explosion went off, that's where he was. And he went, He that's where we saw him uh, briefly. And then there was another time gap, and he was farther away looking down on everything.
3: Okay. So it all it all lines up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he gets back yeah. to his ship, and Andor's yeah, like gotten there before him kind yeah. of thing, knowing that he was, you know, he's, yeah. he'd seen him earlier kind of thing, right? So, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, what? Yeah, thoughts for like so, thoughts for season two. Like, how, how, what do you yeah. think that you've seen? Like, your anything that you might have kind of witnessed in season one so far that you're like, yeah, this is probably gonna happen. You know, this is my thoughts kind of thing.
3: Uh, oh man, I don't know. Um, oh, well, I think, huh, I don't know. I th- I think Cassian will probably wind up, you know, finding everyone again. Yeah, I think maybe. Probably closer to the beginning of the season, and then there'll be a bit more of a like a different story arc to go along.
0: Um, Do you think you'll find K two S O? Do you remember who that y- is? Yeah,
3: th- yeah, that that uh, that that dro- the black droid, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's him. Yeah, maybe it would be a neat thing because, like, you know, like kind of how like Han like met. Chewy, and he kind of got to see that. <laughs> really yeah. it, it was just yeah. a bit, yeah. I don't know, cause, cause that was the same droid that, like, the same type of droid that, like, was like choking him, right? So
2: yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was him. Maybe that was <laughs> him. No, we there is a comic called that's an um, origin story. There is a comic called Cassian and uh K two S O where they tell the story that he that he finds K two S O and reprograms him, but. Uh, like, as we've known from Dave Filoni recently, the the comics are kind of like the lowliest part of canon in which can be very easily overwritten by new stories on screen. So um, I would not be surprised at all if they just kind of, you know, all right, forget it. We're just going to tell the story on screen instead. Tell it a little differently, you know, done. It right? mean, wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time. No. Uh. So but the second season takes place one year later one year after season one so we know that much uh and uh, you know i wouldn't be surprised as well if they just kind of like had him right it's like boom season starts there he is like he's already a you know an asset yeah.
3: right do, do you guys think that uh Dedra and cyril are gonna be like recurring characters in season two or do you think their story, stories are kind of done
2: oh yeah yeah i think they're gonna be recurring okay yeah i think i think this is just kind of like just like andor has finally kind of he's in right he's in the rebellion i think that that is serial story for the empire i think season two is going to be his his empire story you know he's like finally kind of you know as an isb officer under training under dead or whatever right he maybe he's his uh her new um what do you call it uh uh not not alias uh you know what am i uh what's the word that position like a- the apprentice uh like not, not tra- quite a pr- trainee yeah or- something i don't know something uh yeah like just like the the, the guy who's like, like standing next to her with like the, cl- the clipboard or whatever yeah, right like, like, like assistant or like yeah pr- protege on yeah protege or whatever maybe, yeah something yeah. like that yeah that's a good word yeah. yeah uh post-credit scene uh hopefully enough people watch the post-credit scene if you haven't you know spoiler alert um but uh yeah what do we think exactly of this what we
0: said it was going to be
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Ear- earlier today nick you, you mentioned to me how much you like this so i'll let you i'll let you talk first yeah, about it
3: first of all i think it was i don't think it was that important like uh, uh of, of a scene it kind of just confirmed a little thing that was like that like oh everyone everyone was kind of thinking like oh well what are these things we're making and, and then in the prison sequence the, right like, like what, the what the are prison, they building yeah, they're yeah. all building like the same thing like part of the part exactly the same part And then there were a lot of people that thought, oh, it's probably maybe know part for the Death Star. And then they kind of just confirmed that. But I really liked the shot of them, like like the droids were out in space and they were like walking along. And they had those things, like putting them in a place and it zoomed out. And you thought that was like, oh, that's the whole thing. But then it keeps zooming out and your perspective of just how big that dish is keep like changes Mm. changes anything oh wow that thing's actually massive and they did they did need like thousands or tens of thousands of these kind of you know like panel control structures uh, like Mm -hmm. uh like like they're probably like actuators or something to like to like change like if the dish like you know like changes like convex or concave or whatever or or they're just like structural pieces but uh Something to do with the the Death Star, um, I think that was yeah. Like their, their it was main, like parts
2: point. of the laser array. Yeah, yeah, the laser dish. Or something. Yeah.
0: Technically, that changes some canon though, because and unless they just haven't shown all of it, because the the original original canon was the Death Star was built by Wookiee slaves.
2: Oh, I think I think and that's then still they they a huge. Yeah, they
0: changed the Geonosian slaves. And now we see all these droids. So
2: I'm curious to see: is this still? Cause well, all I think intermingled. So, like in my in my in my own perspective, like I I think it all kind of fits together in a way. Like, because yeah, you're right. And in in Star Wars Rebels, we have confirmation that the Wookiees and the Geonosians were used for for building a, the, the Death Star, right? Like there's a whole arc mm-hmm. in which there's like the last ocean egg in Rebels and that that little like click-clack, you know? Like right. Ezra calls click, him click-clack, yeah, click clack Um Yeah, he's got the last, got the last egg and man. yeah, and he kind of confirms that the Empire wiped all of the oceans out, right? With like some toxic gas, but they yeah. were used to make uh, the Death Star and he like draws it in the sand. He draws like a circle with like a circle inside the circle, right? Um, and then, uh, then the Wookiees, I think he was in the spark of rebellion rebels movie, like the premiere, uh, they were, they liberated a bunch of Wookiees for, uh, that were, that the empire was using, right. Uh, as slaves. And then in the aftermath Chuck Wendig trilogy that, that we read Blake, uh, there was a whole side story in the second one where Han and Chewie kind of liberate Kashyyyk. Um, yeah, I remember that. So, That's probably the most interesting part of that book. Yeah, it was, it was. And and now we have confirmation that even humans were like the prisoners that the empire were able to take it just to take advantage of them and turn them into slaves, essentially, right? Um, and, and really, it's just kind of like, it, it's a story in which hasn't been told in a way that. You know, the, and it's kind of, uh, I forget the guy's name, the guy who Andor was with uh, that escaped with, but he's like, people have to know about this, you know, because like, no one's going to know about this. Like all these people are still, right. there's two, two other massive prisons with people that are still trapped in there. Like this story needs to get out, right? So and that's, I
0: think that's probably also why they changed
2: the regulation to of letting
0: them out and just kept them there because they needed the slave labor.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I I thought it all kind of fit together in a way uh, uh, in a very interesting kind of puzzle. It's like that thing, that thing is huge. That's going to require droids. It's going to require ships. It's going to require multiple planets worth of slaves to actually make this thing. And don't forget they're making two. Don't forget they're making two, right? That's true. Man, it it makes it
0: crazier and crazier to believe how fast they made the Death Star (laughs) 2. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah that's a bit <laughs> they're building fun. both of them simultaneously but that's that's the whole thing okay. right like the, the whole thing is is like the first one is is kind of like let's get this f- like finished but the second one's already kind of in progress right like pal okay. whole plan is to have like you know multiple of these which also plays into his like if we want to get into it, like the the sequel plan, which like you know he's got the whole army of ships that have the the ship destructing what you know destroying weapons, right? So yeah, you know it's, yeah. it's the the backup oh, plan for the for the plan which is like got a backup plan of its own, and you know it, it never ends. <laughs> uh,
0: I also thought
2: oh, so, all was a,
3: a fairly neat you know shot of like it kind of gave an insight into how cons- the construction could could go for for the death star because it showed all the different parts kind of just floating around yeah yeah so it was almost it was easy to like oh we we'll just put this part here and then connect everything in like zero gravity yeah and it makes it kind of easier right for sure it does because yeah. you guys were saying like how there true other yeah. people that were
0: like ins- building a space station yeah man.
3: so like because you guys were saying there were other people that were like enslaved to build parts of the Death Star, but that, that still could be totally true. Yeah, you could, like could, like Andor, could, just small parts, parts, of it, parts, right? Yeah. And then they just be like rocketed up to it mm-hmm. and then assembled. By droids. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, because I yeah. think, because in, was it one of the, one of the movies they had? Episode I like think the, like the second Death Star, like half constructed, it was yeah. like a skeleton of it. Yeah, yeah, or, in episode yeah. six, it was yeah, like a skeleton.
2: Yeah. There, there was, you could see the ships kind of yeah. building it. In episode three, we had like a framework of what the first one was going to look like. And in Rogue One, we got that moment where the the laser dish the is dish finally p- kind of placed in in the Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. And and yeah.
0: that's actually what I wanted to get into here. How does, like, I'm not entirely sure where Andor is in the timeline. Like, does it it's, make sense that it would take them that long five, to finish
2: the dish? Five years before, uh, before A New Hope. That's that's the that's the time frame there. So, like, and Rogue One is immediately before New Hope. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's five years before Rogue One. So it takes them five years to finish that dish to put it together then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as we know from Rogue One and the uh the Rogue One Catalyst novel, the the laser is the last thing to to work, right? It's the last thing. Yeah. It's the last real puzzle piece that they need, and that's why Krennic is so obsessive with having Galen Urso because he's the guy, right? He's the guy that can make it all happen. Who can make he's this weapon guy. functional? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. Uh, the guy. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. He's the guy that makes it all happen. Right. So, so like, uh, and that's why he kind of goes out of his way to make like a flaw because he's like, well, if I'm the exhaust port. Yeah. And his hologram message to Jen Erso kind of explains his, like his guilt and his involvement with this monstrosity, but, um, they call it the Desta. (laughs) (laughs) uh, on a completely like unrelated note, by the way, I thought it was hilarious. Um, so you know how, uh, you know, how Grindelwald was, uh, you know, the, the Johnny Depp recasting to, to, uh, Mads Mickelson, you know, um, uh, you know, everyone's got their hot take on it, but what I really wanted to make a joke about was Mads Mickelson seems the guy, seems to be the guy to just recast anyone with these days, because as we know, as we know, uh, Henry Cavill, right. You know, being, uh, Superman outing. Yeah, yeah. But his involvement oh, you're uh, the Witcher. Say Witcher, The Witcher. Yeah. yeah he, he just it.
0: left that part. I just read that the other day.
2: Yes, yes. So season three will be his last season as The Witcher. And then uh Liam Hemsworth all of People is gonna be taken over for season four, right? With Chris right. Chris Hemsworth's brother, you know, Thor's brother. younger brother. Yeah. Um what I thought was so funny, I saw I saw a tweet about this, uh, was it's like some some fan some fan art of Mads Mickelson as the Witcher, <laughs> and they were like, "Well, Matt Smith would make an amazing Witcher." And I, I, I took one look at, I was like, "He does! Like he, he actually looks really good. Because yeah. Geralt is supposed
0: yeah. to be well. In the games, he's quite handsome, but in the novels, he's supposed to be like kind of a monster. Like yeah. he, he's been through so many fights, he's pretty messed up. Like he's his face is
2: gruesome.
0: scarred, and
2: yeah, 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 seen some, seen some battle, right. But
0: and not to say that Maz Mickelson has a gruesome face, but no, like, I think no. he could pull it off. He's, he's, a, he's a little he's, makeup,
2: yeah, but like it, it's a good starting point. He's he's a good he's got a good villain look to him, right? So like yeah, but, yeah, for and sure. He, he's a fantastic actor too, which is why people love him so much. But I think it's hilarious that he's like that actor that just like picks up someone else's role in, in the event of a recast, and he's just kind of become the meme of recasting right now. So uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, because
0: yeah, yeah. he also was a recast. His first big. Role, right? It was a recast of um
2: ha- you talking Hannibal, Hannibal? Lecter? Yeah, yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny uh, scenario. The
0: recast king.
2: <laughs> the recast king, Mads Mikkelsen. Um okay, back to back to Star Wars here. Um, yeah, so uh I that that sums up our season two kind of thoughts and everything like that. Um but uh let's uh let's talk about this giveaway, shall we?
0: Ooh, yes, let's get into that.
2: All right, uh, you know, people eager, eager listening, uh, right now. We're about to launch a giveaway. Uh, thanks to uh, you know Kirk uh, on, on behalf of or- Orbit Key, and and huge thank you to Orbit Key for for making this whole thing possible. Uh, you know, we have uh, we have permission to uh, give away two Star Wars Orbit Key key organizers, and if you don't know what those are, uh, look up Orbit Key. Uh, it, it's a it's an amazing way to organize your keys. Like I. I have mine. I use mine all the time. Blake, you got one too?
0: I, I do, yep. And uh, I also got their upgrade, which is to add the bottle opener function, which basically is a bottle opener key thing you add to it. And I use that all the time too. Yeah. this is got, It's got it's like n- nine
2: gadgets on this little thing.
0: Um, In fact, I was at a pub the other day, and they gave me a bottle, and they didn't open it. And you know what? Pulled out my key organizer, oh. flipped open my bottle opener, bam, taken care of.
2: There you go. Well, uh, yeah, Orbit Key is uh, sponsoring this giveaway, which is uh, super exciting uh, because we've never done a giveaway before. So, uh, you know, true. I've I've learned a few things in in uh, <laughs> in getting this organized. Uh, but there's multiple ways for people to enter. All right, so first, at first, uh, you know, our listeners should check the description of the podcast episode. If you're using a podcast app that doesn't uh, enable hyperlinks, uh, you may need to uh perhaps look up our podcast on podbean and you know just a a place where that link is clickable otherwise you have to type it in manually which is a bit of a laborious effort but i will be tweeting this it'll be on the discord very easy links to click and there's seven ways to enter uh and i got the screenshot open in front of me here of of our competition uh blake you you want to you want to tell our listeners how they can enter um possibly i don't yeah, have to it, a do all <laughs> stars yeah, okay all right no worries no worries i'll do it um okay so so uh you, you get uh there's uh, there's um first way to enter is visit the star wars escape pod on youtube and uh, hit that subscribe button that's one vote or one one ticket uh, into the entry visit yep. the uh, instagram the second
0: option is to visit the instagram and uh Follow us there, and that'll give you an additional vote. let's say you get an entry into the giveaway for each one of these things that you do. So you actually get multiple entries for the more that you do. So when we do the raffle, you have a higher chance.
2: That's right. And uh, what's the third one there? It's the, what we say it three all, is to join the discord. <laughs> That's right. We, we say it every time now, right? Join the discord. It's where, it's where, That's the, right. where we want the conversation to be outside of the podcast. It's a good way to interact with our audience. Um, yeah. So then not only can you join in and talk about
0: all of your favorite Star Wars content, or you could, uh, get in and talk to
2: Phil, tell, tell him what's going on. <laughs> tell him you hate Dash Rendar. Yeah. <laughs> get them all riled up. Yeah. Uh, you get a free ticket. Tell, you get a free ticket in there just for joining the Discord, just to tell Phil you don't like Dash. That's Indoor right. All. Get in there. In fact, I will
0: say if you specifically do that, we'll give you an additional entry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you do those first three things, you'll have a bonus. Uh, I believe it's a, a plus two ticket entry. You answer the question of which Star Wars Orbit Key key organizer would you choose? All you have to do is go to the Orbit Key website, check out the different character options they have. Uh, off the top of my head. I know for a fact there is Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Palpatine, Grogu, Boba Fett, The Mandalorian, and Am I missing it? Plus one to Mandalorian. That's my favorite. Yeah, play, yeah, play, Mandalorian's awesome. Yeah. Uh you also have the option of following the Twitter at SWscape Podcast. That's also a way to enter. That's another plus one towards your your uh your tally of tickets to get into the, on this There's a plus two for tweeting a a pre-written tweet that we have there, uh, just uh, kind of letting other people know about the giveaway because, you know, we want as many people to know about this as possible. And uh, if you do all those things, you get a free bonus entry, which counts. How many is that total, Josh? uh, That is, uh, you know what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think that's nine tickets. That's like nine. That's that's like putting your name in the box nine times. That's a a lot. So uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna open this as of as of this podcast being published. This event will be live, and uh, it's gonna be running for a couple weeks. Uh, the date will be posted on the event. I can't say it off the top of my head. It's sometime in December, uh, but that will be listed if you click the link, to go to that page. Also, really, you know, subtle uh, subtle fact here. Um, there is a slight chance that uh, we'll have to say this here, but uh, we can only limit winners to the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Um, as uh, that's where Orbit Key can ship to um but you know what throw your name in the hat and uh maybe uh we'll take your we'll chance. It yeah out. we'll we'll figure something out but yeah i mean uh we we can figure something out uh, we don't want to, we don't want to limit this thing 100% if you live in a in a country in which uh, it's going to be difficult to ship to. So, you know, still toss your name in the hat, but just a heads up. What makes you wonder difficult. why we bothered to bring it up in the first place? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, our apology, we know, we know a lot of you guys in the UK tune into the podcast. So apologies to you guys. Um, and uh, still
0: enter. Well, like I said, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, well, we'll, we just had to Maybe forward it to you instead of straight from the distributor.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll have to forward it to us, and then we have to forward it to you. It's a, it's a bit of a longer way around, but, you know, we'll figure something out. Um, and, uh, yeah, that uh, that pretty much sums up our details on the giveaway. So make sure you go check out orbitkey.com slash collections slash star wars to see all of the stuff they got in the Star Wars collection. And, yeah. Um, and that being said, I guess we can probably hit the outro. So Nick, we'll start with you. Any last things you want to bring up before we uh, wrap up today?
3: Uh uh No, you gotta put, put me on, really on the spot here. I don't know.
2: You <laughs> uh, you like I season said, two? It's almost like, Star yeah, Wars. That was a, enough go yeah, I, think, I think
3: I think it set up it set up season two really well. Um, there's a lot of different avenues they can take, and we might even get some new characters. Hopefully, who knows? Mm. And maybe, you know. They might take a have a bit, a bit of a another a, a different B, uh, B plot uh, going along.
0: In yeah, wonder. So, if... yeah. Do you think they would start bringing in? Um, it's funny, as we're just talking about the guy's name. What well, uh, the Jin's Jin's dad? What was his name again?
2: Okay. Galen. Oh, Is Galen it? UrsO. Yeah,
0: Galen. Thank you. That's right. I should have known that because it's the same name as the Star Killer, Galen. I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe try to rope his character in because the rebellion has to know something about him to think that he mm. he did this in the first place. So there might be a bit of a lead up to that.
2: Right. That's a, that's a very good point. Uh, you know, that's that's another cameo we might be able to have. I mean, the, this this show is a lot of opportunity for good cameos. You know,
0: speaking of cameos, I am very annoyed that we didn't get Senator Baylor gone.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was one that I thought for sure would happen. And I was totally wrong there. But, you know, fingers crossed for season two. Hopefully we get Jimmy Smith's back. Uh, he was in Kenobi. So, you know, they can bring him back. But yeah, maybe just not yeah, the right one, show.
0: One show contract. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now that I've seen the first season, you know, my last few words on it would be. I can see why he's not in it. There just wasn't any kind of time or space to have him in there. That being said, could him in the background of the Senate. It would have been so easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, use some stock footage from like another another show or something. <laughs> from like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, put him in next to the Greblebs. <laughs> oh my the, gosh. The little like ETs. Yeah, the, the ET. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I'll say the ET characters. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah phone home phone home <laughs> quiet yeah, try oh, man. um oh before i before i forget uh let me just uh quickly insert uh kirk here uh kirk's um kirk's kirk's monologue you know he wasn't able to join us uh <laughs> no, <laughs> wasn't able to we join us like an the intro show. song
0: we need an intro song to like Five minutes with Kirk, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to title this, we'll, this segment.
2: We'll play. We'll play the quick. We'll play the quick uh, Lightspeed intro, and then uh, I got
0: it. It's called Quick Chat with with Kirk.
2: Quick Chat with Kirk. That's right. Quick Chat with Kirk. We're going to bring Kirk on in post. He's gonna he's gonna show up and give his monologue. He's gonna say a few things, give his thoughts because he wasn't here to be with us today. We will be right back.
1: escape pod hopefully everyone is doing well sorry i couldn't be there for the last episode recap of the andor season finale i absolutely loved this series and i really wish it didn't end it almost felt like that we were just in the beginning I absolutely love the season finale, especially the last credit scene as well as it kind of cemented the fact what I thought was happening over on Narkina 5. I think it was an awesome finale, although I feel like it wasn't in the end too much of a cliffhanger. There is definitely obviously a few more stories to tell, but I hope the people over at Lucasfilm and whoever is in charge of creative writing for the next series and even other series in the future Get to take some good notes from this show because i think it's something that star wars needs in the future a lot more of a grounded storytelling approach compared to what we see in the past and don't get me wrong i love my blasters and lightsabers everywhere but i think there's a lot that we can get from and learn from the underbelly and what life is actually like in a galaxy far far away through this show so once again thank you so much for having me throughout this series i can't wait to do some more commentary in the future And of course, do feel like to check out if you're doing some last minute holiday shopping or some early holiday shopping, I guess for that matter, the Orbit Key Star Wars collection, which is entirely 15% off from all of our key organisers over to our desk mats too, which are available at orbitkey.com. But once again, thanks for having me. And I cannot wait for some more Star Wars shows and commentary to come out in the near future. (laughs)
2: Thank you, Kirk. And uh, also huge. Uh, um, uh, definitely. I didn't mention it earlier. Go check out Kirk's YouTube uh, video. He did a video essay recently for Andor. Um, I'm going to link it in the description of this podcast episode as well. I've been tweeting about it. I put on the discord and the announcements as well for anyone who's aware on the discord. But you know, definitely go support his, his YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button there. Uh, give it a like. And uh, yeah any last thing yeah exactly (laughs) Blake any last minute things you want to bring up before we wrap up
0: I feel like I shared a bit of it over top of when Nick was talking there but yeah I'm curious to see just uh, how they're going to tie everything together I want to see I I, I do hope that casting does become Luthien's apprentice and it is becomes like the dirty jobs guy Mm, it's a guy who does all the gritty stuff that the Rebellion doesn't want anyone to know happens. And I feel like that's that's who his character is when so we meet him in Rogue One. So it, it makes sense to go there. And if he... If he is a, a bit more of a spy, which is what we're kind of hoping for, and I feel like that would lead into that, I think that would be super cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I also think we might well, so like, have a very epic uh, Luthan sort of death.
2: Yeah, death, yeah. Death scene. Yeah. He must. I mean, that's
3: a good point. It's, I think that has, has to happen.
2: It must. <laughs> it must happen. Nick, thank you for joining us on the Escape Pod.
3: It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
2: And Blake, we will see you in the next one. Thank I'll you for see you there. Back. To all our listeners, we'll see you out there. Keep flying. All right, and a uh, quick word to our, our listeners definitely go check out that video essay from Kirk on YouTube, linked down below. Check out the giveaway from Orbit Key, also linked down below. And uh, social handles SW Escape Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Definitely send us an email, drop a voicemail, find us on Snip, join the Discord, and we'll see you in the next episode of Star Wars Escape Pod. We're not going away.